0: Hey there, welcome to another episode of Sensibly Cynical. Today's guest is Poltergeist O.D. He is a guy that raps about horror movies. He is blowing up Um, He does amazing work. Please check him out. Um, I had him on Insta Live not too long ago. Awesome turnout. Great conversation. So here is my chat with Poltergeist OD. The guy who raps about horror movies, Poltergeist. What's up, man? What up? Yeah, dude. uh, Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me on, man. Interesting stuff you got. How'd you get started in uh, horrorcore, man? Uh, It's not... Like a
1: fantastic story. It's basically like, yeah, my homie's an OD, like uh, Razor Wire, Nick Obsidian. We met a long time ago in high school. I was always a metalhead. I grew up playing guitar and shit like that. I wasn't really into rap and. They were already into it. So they were rapping. We would hang out uh, in Matt's garage and they would just like freestyle spit Brittons and stuff like that over beats. And yeah, man, like I I was just drunk one night and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to start doing this. And they were like, this is dope. So I just kept doing it. And yeah, man, like the horror movie stuff just kind of naturally flowed into my lyrics. Eventually just like being Mm. such a horror fan. It's, you know, you rap what you know, I suppose. And I pretty much only know about shitty horror movies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, So when was this? When did you start uh, going? This was like back in 2011. I think 2012 was our first show ever. Yeah, so... We've just been doing it ever since. I saw that, you know, you do obviously do the classics, Leatherface, you know, Michael Myers. I think I saw one about Michael Myers. What's your favorite horror movie of all time? I know it's a loaded question right off the gate.
2: Oh, it depends on
1: like... Uh, if I'm in like the mood for a serious horror movie, the Maniac remake in 2012 with Elijah Wood, yeah. one of the best movies ever made in any genre, uh,
0: In the Mouth of Madness with uh, Sam Neill, Lovecraftian, fucking awesome movie. Mm. And my other favorite, like if I'm in a silly mood, like I, I like horror comedies a lot. So yeah. like one of my favorite movies ever is called Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Um, So you wanted to do this, right? Was this before kind of the social media age? Were you handing out stuff like, hey, check this stuff out? Or was it like posting videos on YouTube already?
1: Uh, well, we just started uh, going to parties and rapping like people just put on beats. It would just be yeah. me, mad Nick sitting in a room, rapping, freestyling, spitting rittens and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we recorded a few songs, sent
0: them out, put them out on like uh, SoundCloud and stuff like that. We started doing shows. We never really hit the YouTube circuit—not circuit, but we never. Really yeah, hit I know what you mean. Yeah, until a few years ago when I started like editing and making lyric videos and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it was mostly like just parties and live shows for us for the first few years. Yeah, man. Uh, so where are you from originally?
1: I'm originally from Newfoundland, uh, nice. near Newfoundland. I moved to
2: Alberta when I was like 14, so I've been here for a while. I'm 30 now. I'm
0: little... uh, was it about? I assume Texas Chainsaw Massacre was the inspiration behind Leatherface. So was it about that movie that you liked? Was it just the craziness? It was requested a lot uh i basically like i started out uh
1: because these guys who were already fans of mine asked me to do the michael Myers song for a documentary that didn't end up getting made but i put it out anyway and it got such a positive response so i was like what's next and like one of my favorites is Pumpkinhead, so i did that one and people people just request them now and i just take take down uh like i have an app in my phone where i do a tally
2: of what people have been recommending uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah and uh
1: yeah, Leatherface was like one of the most recommended. Right. The next one that I'm going to put out is the
2: next most recommended, which is Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
0: Hey, man, I got a guy who uh, I follow here on Instagram. I've had on my podcast twice. He does Jason Mask. So if you need a legit Jason Mask, hit me up. And I can... All
2: right, I got two. I got one signed by Kane
0: Hodder. Nice. The other one signed by Ari Lehman. Oh, like... man. We talked about, I saw one video, and I saw actually two videos I wanted to ask you about. Like the video. So do you have a videographer with you or how, how does the set up? Because I saw two videos, Protein and I think The Horror. And they had the same, they had the same, um, what's that, choreography, I guess, with the video shaken. So do you have someone yeah. that helps you out or is it just like you, you give it to your buddy and was like, hey, just shoot it like that, you know? No, that's my girl Alex. She uh, oh. I, The whole shaky cam, wavy type yeah. thing. I just like that in videos. I'm just like do do that, make it <laughs> whatever you did. Like, do it again. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just uh, I like uh, I like fast paced, shaky, like you don't know what's going on, disorienting, like uh, like
0: Sam Raimi's camera work, where it's always at a quirky angle. It's yeah, always yeah. You know, moving
2: in a weird way. I just like stuff like
0: that. So yeah, man. Talk about the grind man like how long did it take to get noticed what what was the first song that really got your name out there
2: It was Michael people just like really responded
1: well to it It basically like I owe what I do now like rapping about horror movies and doing those types of lyric videos like I owe it all to that song specifically
2: mm-hmm. just
1: cuz it was like the first time I ever rapped like that from the perspective of a horror movie villain and I just fell in love with the writing process in general. I just I just love doing it.
0: Michael Myers, dude. That's great shit. Freddie vs. Jason. I love all those, man. <laughs> I saw that you did a... Did you do a video about Chucky? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how that guy. one... how do you, like... What was it about Chucky that you liked? Well, uh, Chucky, like
1: Child's Play, was i ever saw growing up like i mm-hmm. saw
0: stephen king's hit when i was six years old i saw yeah. aliens then i saw a child's
2: play so it was like an early kind of just
1: mm-hmm. something i fell in love with uh, as a kid so it only felt right to do that one early like i still have to do a jason one i'm working on a freddy one yeah like i want to hit the major guys first and then start delving
0: more further into the underground right 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 well, I can't be remiss if we want to talk about this goosebumps video, man. Seven point nine k. What the hell, dude? That's violent, bro. Like the I books. Know. Everyone I mean, knows the books, healthy. you know, R.L. Stein and stuff. So, what? Well, I'm guessing you read a lot of them. <laughs> I'm man.
2: We're probably gonna do a third. Goosebumps
1: track. There's so many Goosebumps books and I'm still a huge fan. Like I still collect the books and I still watch the show on YouTube and
0: yeah. stuff. So and yeah, we hit the first one, we hit the second one, and there's still so many left that we might do a third one. Like what what drew you to it? Be like, all right, I gotta do that. That's what's gonna do it on YouTube. Well, I mean originally we just wanted to do a Goosebumps song Right, anyway, just because, yeah. But we were trying to figure out like how we're going to do
1: it, who gets to mention what, who gets to reference what. So we wrote down all the original
2: titles from like the first series yeah, uh, on pieces of paper, put it into a bag, and we
1: all just drew titles out of a bag. And we each got, I think, 15 or something to work with. And we were like, okay, this is how we'll write our verses.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you say we. So how is there like a group of you, a team? Um, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, obscene division is uh, myself, uh
1: Razor Wire, Nick Obscene, and Namadian. We're all Alberta, mm-hmm. and we're all horrorcore
2: rappers. We just uh,
0: high school Namedians, buddies, college buddies, drunk buddies, yeah. <laughs> all of above.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Namedian's the newest uh, member. He joined us a year or two ago. He was just like a fan of us locally and yeah. hit us hit me up for a feature.
1: And then asked about getting a Nick obscene feature, and I was like, "Well, I mean, we all like your style, we like your drive, bro. You mm-hmm. just join obscene division, <laughs> and yeah, he was stoked.
2: So yeah, we got a fourth member now.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you have do you have someone that helps you like promote, like social media, or do you just run the whole thing? Or talk about that because you have a quiet a following, as we can see here. That's just me grinding, man. Yeah, I was like, how would this guy like take? such a it's i wouldn't say simple concept but i mean this is rap That's about neat. this yeah yeah yeah. i'm like horrible i didn't know anything about that until i did some research i mean if you think about it, it makes sense but you know what i mean like i didn't know there was some guy from canada balling like off of it you know <laughs> like like killing it man
1: i mean like everybody knows about like
0: like tech 9 icp MMM, right i mean and, like like, horrorcore has been around for a long time, and it has hit the mainstream, kind of, but, like, the fact that it's a whole genre mm-hmm. out there, and there's rappers that specifically do that style. Yeah, I didn't know that. That was something that I was new to. That That's kind of the reason I fell in love with rap, once I found out that there's dudes mm-hmm. who just rap about brutal shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's, this is like, like a- me being a metalhead. You're like, all right, yeah, that's, there's more uh, to white people rapping than just Eminem. <laughs> yeah, I no Eminem's my guy, bro. Oh, it's like Eminem. Yeah, man. So um, we talked about. Let's see, what else you want to talk about? So, um, how long you been? You said you've been doing this for a while. When did you really like start getting into the Spotify game? I know you're verified. Like, you know, money is a little rough on it sometimes. You know, they take a they take a hit off it, right? Yeah, I, I uh, made a distro Kid account about two ago maybe and hmm. put it like they, they do everything for you. You upload
2: the song, you upload the artwork, where you're from, this and that, and they just put it all into the stores. And I get maybe like forty six dollars a year off of Spotify. Yeah, yeah, I
0: hear it's crazy, man. Yeah.
1: I think I I pay about twenty bucks a year or something to have the account up. So I'm making about twenty
0: bucks well a you're year. making more than I do on the you're making more than I do on this podcast. But if that makes you feel better, but
1: just the fact that like around Christmas time every year I can just go like oh I need a bit of extra
2: cash let's check and
0: see (laughs) let's check how we're doing
2: yeah hit the dollarama
0: advertising do you do advertising on like social uh, like instagram and stuff like you dabble in advertising i try to but just because my uh my content is so adult oriented right nowadays you have to put like labels and stuff yeah yeah i'm thinking about like i've recently thought about making a
1: tiktok and just like rapping verses for the like onto my phone or whatever and just censoring it and putting that up and trying to get people to like drive people that way into my youtube channel
0: Yeah, man. Let's talk about some musical influences. What's the first artist that you remember listening to as a kid that you were like, all right, that guy or girl, it doesn't matter, um, is awesome. I mean like for rap it was definitely Eminem, d oh, was 50 Cent. Those yeah. guys like high school for me was like if you didn't listen to those artists you're a loser. I'm a big 50 guy. Yeah, man. Uh so after that it was like Brother Lynch Hung, Tech 9, uh yeah. Moski. Mm-hmm.
1: So like the more underground brutal hardcore type rap I fell mm. in love with and-
0: Tell me some fun stories you got, man. I know you said you got a group and you're grinding there in Canada. Give me a give me a fun story if you don't mind can be about anything you want. Well, uh, I just posted about this earlier today. I just did
1: a music festival called uh, Intersect Art Music Festival in, in High Prairie, Alberta. And uh, the DJ, who I'm like, thank God, I happen to be familiar with. Like, we're ha- we're friends. So, like, I went to him, handed him my uh, thumb drive with my beats on it. Turns out I gave him the wrong thumb drive and it had an old set with, like, three seasons I downloaded of Mr. Bean on it.
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So he's looking at me. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And I'm like, okay, I think I
1: remember some of these songs. So I start out rapping, and the first few songs go well. And then this Mars attack song I did called "Ack" comes on, and I haven't practiced that in years, or at least a year. So I like screw up halfway through. I laugh it off, and then we we uh, I do a cappella for like four or five minutes. I go back into a song, I screw that up, I do another minute and a half of acapella, I just, like, one thing, one thing I did learn doing that is that, like, you can screw up, but if you admit that you screwed up and you're only human, and you just get
0: right back into it, and you show them that you have the drive to entertain them there, like, that's all that matters, really. Mm -hmm. How's the pandemic changed, like, your strategy I've basically just been laying low, stacking up songs. I have about six ready to go. I've just been working on my videos and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: I want to do this series where I break down like me watching a movie.
0: Oh, yeah. The first time or whatever. That's a big thing, man. Sports is doing that too. The watch along thing. That's in now. Just
1: like a process video. Me breaking down exactly Mm -hmm. everything I do from watching the movie to getting the song up on YouTube.
0: That's cool, man. 30 people
2: might be interested, but... Hell the yeah, eight. Man, those
0: 30 eight. People. We have eight. <laughs> eight. Eight are on live, including Rising Emu. All right, I like that person. So how did you... Um, so, What's the Poltergeist OD? Like, I was wondering about that. Like, what's OD stand for, if you don't mind me asking? OD stands for Obscene Division. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Is, uh, but like, when you said Obscene Division, I was like... I just wanted to verify. <laughs> All right. This was a recent change in my name. Like, I always just kind of went as Poltergeist, but...
1: Everybody, uh, like kind of had a problem finding me online because if you just Google Poltergeist or if you look up Poltergeist on Spotify, YouTube, you'll just find the movie and the movie soundtrack and this and that. So I just decided, I think,
0: what was it, like three months ago, I was like, fuck it, I'm Poltergeist OD now. You could go by the, O-D-O-G. <laughs> the OD OG. Yo, this guy <laughs> last night on another podcast called me POD. What's your current, like, are you just into the current music or what? Like, what's your current <laughs> jam? Uh, to be.
1: a whole lot anymore i uh like i said like I, I grew up a metalhead so like lately i've been listening to deathcore like i've been listening to a lot of Whitechapel, Lauren lorna shore uh within destruction and so just like the the brutal like pig squeals and gutturals and stuff
2: like that i love I, anything that like your parents would hate <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was it like growing up in uh in canada alberta right well, yeah. I, I mean, I grew up in Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was it like growing up up in a there, small like town. small town? I mean,
1: like. My whole family's musical, so when I was like nine years old I got a guitar, my dad and my grandpa both taught me how to play. My sister plays keyboard and sings, so like I was just born into a musical family right away. Uh I mean like we didn't grow up well off, so I didn't, you know, have as much as everybody else, but my parents fucking best people in the
2: world, man. I couldn't ask for better parents. Like they support everything I do. Dude, I'm a horrorcore rapper and they're still like, hell yeah, whatever you wanna do. This
0: is all 100% behind me this even the explicit stuff they're all down just whatever go go for it get it I mean like uh, in Newfoundland
1: uh, we're kind of known for being
2: uh, rowdy drunks so they kind of just get it right
0: well I saw the video of you drinking uh Canadian whiskey so I was like yeah this is uh, this is my like type of guy you know the fan you got fan mail like so you do videos on just reading stuff yeah man I
1: never ever thought that I would get to a where people send me fan mail but man does that
2: feel good when you like like this girl in switzerland sent me drawings of my cats and mm-hmm. just that alone i was like wow like you're listening to me over there like not even not even the fact that they're listening to me that they're a fan when, but that they're willing to go out of their way to send me
0: something to like make my day right like that's fucking beautiful when was all this success was it like immediate or was it something that's the last couple years it's
1: definitely been like the last two years people have been paying attention more. And I think it's just because, like, I've just been more adamant on being online a lot. I yeah. get a lot of DMs, so I try to answer them as quickly as possible. I'm trying to do stories every day. It's hard, man, when you're trying to live your life and do the social media thing at the same time. <laughs> try to, like, keep up an image.
2: Like, I'm just a regular dude who likes to get drunk and watch movies, <laughs> right? Like, I don't. Bro, I don't
0: the be typical. Like, hey, the t- guys, don't forget Hey man, I'm, I'm not to tr- you. Hey I'm thirty-four and I still bro down, man. Bro down's for life, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> no man, this has been great, bro. I appreciate your time, man. You were like, hell yeah, dude. I messaged you and you were like, Hell yeah, man, down for whatever, you know. So I appreciate this. I'm always down, man. Like the community <laughs> Like, the horror community here on Instagram, I find, is better than everywhere. Although, there is an app called Slasher. It's like really? it's like social media
2: just for horror fans, the mm-hmm. Slasher app. Y'all should download
0: it. It's fucking great. I, do you guys all have, I know you we were talking about your group and everything, like, does everyone bring their own sense of style, or has it always been, like, just from the start, like, everyone clicks? Well, we're
2: all very different rappers. Like, we're basically the same guy, we're all <laughs> just like. Hang out, drink, and rap. I'm more. I'm more of like a punchline rapper. Nick mm. is more like. Uh, Nick is more like emotional, lyrical, deep kind of thought type shit. Matt is just
0: brutal shit all the time, which I'm so down for. <laughs> and and Namadian is our newest member, and mm. he's just got this. He's just got this style about him where it's like a little bit of all of it, you know, like mm-hmm. he's clever.
1: He's silly.
2: He's serious. And it's just it's great.
0: Man. You have a lot of stuff on YouTube. How long is the process take? Is it like like real quick? Because I hear a lot, at least uh, recently, people have ideas and then it's a quick process. Is that the same for you? Like you'll have an idea for a movie and it'll be like, go, go, go. Or does it take like time? It's usually months, man. Really? Like, the public- did every line in the song
1: rhymes with pumpkinhead? and i really wanted to make sure that that was the point i was making
2: with that song so it took me months and months of just like thinking about rhymes words early near rhymes like it kind of sounds like toboggan sled doesn't rhyme with pumpkin head but (laughs) if you say it quick enough it kind of does
1: and just like racking my brain about that and then like once the song's recorded i get it mixed and
2: mastered so that could take up to like a week right depending Mm -hmm. on how busy the mastering guy is and then the lyric
1: videos themselves, I have to watch all the movies again and then. Put mm-hmm. together all the footage of every piece that I re- referenced
2: mm-hmm. and then it's it's a huge process man sometimes it might
0: take me like six months to even complete a song you ever get like a I guess perform in front of like a legit like crowd or you get like a bunch of people just like into it oh yeah, yeah. like we do shows all the time around here I've opened for like tech Nine, swollen members and everything like that like uh I, I have this song
2: called yes by cuz <coughs> in Newfoundland in Newfoundland they have a phrase like instead of saying like oh right on on, man. They say yes, bye. So I have this song where that's the hook. It's just yes, bye. Yes, bye. and just over and over and the crowd loves it. I haven't even released it. I don't even know if I will release (laughs) it. I just keep that as like a little live tidbit that I do just for like crowd, right? Hmm.
0: Yeah. You guys, are you guys pranksters? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, we don't like, you know, not traditionally like prank each other. We just like shit on each other all the time. Oh, so it's like... I just feel like, like you're not best friends until yeah. you can argue about everything. So it's really it's really just just something happens and you just drill drill the topic. Yeah, I got yeah. it. <laughs> we, try to, we try to take it too far. That's like the point of the yeah. scene division yeah. is to be as brutal. Uh, let's just talk about the same thing until it pisses them off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, Invectrum just joined us. Shout out, buddy. You're a fucking amazing rapper. Oh, yeah? Oh, shit. Okay, shout out to Invectrum. Thanks I for... Uh, Invectrum. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. So, what do you see like your future? Are you looking to get more mainstream? Are you liking where you're at um, organically with an audience? What's the what's the future? I, like, uh, my music is never going to change. I'm always
1: going to be doing what I'm doing. But uh, what I've really been thinking about and planning for is I want to hit the con circuit. Like, I want to hit all the comic cons, the horror cons, and just buy tables, promote my music, say, hey, if you
2: if you like horror movies check this out, right? Like, hand him a business card, stuff like that. Mm. Like, I want to get bigger, but I don't want to get to a point
1: where people are telling me to change my music because I'm
2: fucking not going to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to the point where it's like, what's the saying? If it's not broke, don't fix it. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know. I mean, I could probably, I could probably sell out, write some shitty repetitive song or hook or whatever and
1: go that route. I just, I can't bring myself to do it, man. Like, if I'm not completely proud of a lyric now, I just, I won't write it down. I, even songs
2: from like six years ago, from like my first album, I can't even listen to them now because mm-hmm. I think they're just like bad and corny. And I've just developed my lyrical ability since then. The reason that stuff is up is because people mm. tell me don't take it down. Like, no, still to that. I'm like, I like,
0: okay, fine. What's the biggest crowd that you've performed in front of? I'm not even
1: sure. I want to say around 2, 250. It was Tech 9 and Chris
0: Calico from Kansas City. They were touring. Oh, okay. It was one of the open so how did you even get that opportunity you knew somebody and they were like hey you mind opening for us yeah one of my old high school friends his name is j-reds well his name is justin but he goes by j-reds stage names of course and, uh, yeah he he, uh, he kind of just got me into it i basically owe my live performance career here at edmonton to him mm-hmm. because like he just believed in me. He knew
2: that I mm-hmm. had the drive, the hustle. I have a lot of friends around that are willing to come support. So like, he just puts me on. He just calls me up. He called me up a few weeks ago and asked me if I wanted to do a snack, the ripper show. But I was mm-hmm. heading to Calgary to do, uh, the, uh, the Calgary expo or whatever the comic mm-hmm. expo they were
0: doing. Yeah. So yeah, So he just like calls me up every
2: now and then and says, Hey, do you want to do this show?
0: <laughs> how often Those do you, seasons, yeah. how often do you perform? Um, I mean non-pandemic wise. Well, yeah, okay, sorry. To yeah. What's four that to 6 a year? Oh, 40. I try to do some big ones and some small ones cuz I really like mm-hmm. I really
1: like small shows where there's only like 20, 30 people and I could just get into the crowd and get in everybody's face and everything like that. Yeah. I just love the mm-hmm. the the personal
0: feeling of being in a small room, you know. I've asked the same question to a lot of artists and <laughs> I'm getting Varied responses, so I'm I'm liking I'm liking the the, the I, same question I ask all the artists. What's your opinion of auto tune? I mean, if you can hit notes, auto tune is a good tool to use. But if you can't sing, auto tune isn't going to
1: work for you, and it's going to go the chromatic row, and It's going to sound like shit. So, like guys like T Pain they can actually sing and they can actually hit these notes and they're doing it really well. But the auto-tune is like a tool that helps them get there. Uh, I have nothing against it. I, I don't use it personally, but uh, guys who rely
0: on it is what, you know, that's where it becomes. Yeah. I don't want to listen to it, you know? No, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we grew up in the same, like, era I grew up around T-Pain. Like, his, <laughs> like, his uh, I'm In Love With The Stripper was my 18th birthday theme song. Like, strip clubs and stuff. <laughs> nice. Do you remember that song? I don't know if you remember Big yeah. T-Pain Guy, but I'm in love with the stripper. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, T-Pain was big back then, man. He was. Oh, yeah. I think he just put out a new album, didn't Yeah. He? We were talking about Newfoundland and everything, like sports-wise, man. Are you big sports guys? Like, what'd you do for fun, like, outside of rapping and stuff? I'm not a sports guy at all. No? Like, I used to play a little basketball. I had a yeah. basketball scholarship, actually, when really? I was a kid, but I really? never took it. I got into music at a pretty young age. So I just like wanted to focus on that. I've always wanted to do music somehow. I just never thought it would be rap. Right. So did you go to school for any like directing or anything? Like, did you nothing? You just said, all right. I just learned it all on YouTube, man. (laughs) Once I, once I realized how expensive it was to make videos and to make lyric videos and stuff, I was yeah. just
1: like, you know what, I could just take a couple months and just learn this myself. Mm. I'm not the best, but like I mean I get I get it done.
0: You have any ideas for future songs? Uh yeah, man, I got that Killer Clowns from Outer Space one that I'm working on right now. After that one, I'm going to be doing You ever see the movie Frighteners with uh, with Michael J. Fox? No, 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 no. But um I'm trying to get back into like the horror film. I know I want to see that Candyman or whatever whatever it's called, but no, I haven't, oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. It's like, uh,
1: it's like late nineties, Michael J. Fox horror comedy. It's lesser known, but it's one of my
2: favorites. So this is like one of those ones where I'm kind of just doing it for me.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, we'll just do it for me. And that's a lot of them, right. Is yeah. whatever makes you happy because you have to have that drive. Once you lose that drive, right. Like, uh, I got a Freddie one that I'm working on right now. It's almost done. Yeah. And uh, that's one that, like, I feel like I had to put a
1: little bit more time into. Like, mm. I've been working on this one for almost a year. Really? Reading the lyrics alone. And uh, it's just because Freddie's such a big one. It's almost like Michael Myers, mm. Chucky. Like, I got to put more time into it and make it... Mm-hmm. make it for the fans right like for like mm-hmm. if you're a hardcore for any fan you might get some of these lines but if you're not you might not get some <laughs> of them. But that's kind of why I started doing
2: those breakdown videos right
0: right right the latest Paranormal Activity is coming out so are you into those things or nah like the found footage ones? yeah like like this This is like the sixth Paranormal Activity or some shit <laughs> you know what I'm down with Paranormal Activity down oh, dude. with Blair Witch. I, dude this looks, looks like blood, this looks like Blood Juice I just noticed that with this thing with this filter with this filter weird what are you drinking right now no it's just it's just it's just Yingling shout out to Yingling no but I have a I have a I have a red room filter on okay and the beer just makes it look like I'm drinking blood wah <laughs> that's <total cord. laughs> no feel free to feel free to use that as a gif you know No, man but uh back to back to your answers so you're into stuff like that yeah man the book keeps- is one of my favorite found footage movies i like the cloverfield movies a lot mm-hmm. um, there's
1: one called troll hunter that that was awesome <laughs> uh i don't even remember where it's from finland maybe but uh yeah that was a great movie I, I like found footage ones i know a lot of people hate on them and they find them disorienting or whatever but i find that disorienting camera work attractive
0: somehow i don't know i just i like it think like you ever seen the visit the visit mm-hmm. is that a newer it's like 2000, I don't know. Whenever my last ex-girlfriend broke up with me. So, <laughs> I got to think about the last one that broke up with me. <laughs> the last That's of the somebody. last of, yeah, the the last of minutes. She was like the fourth girl that broke up with me. Uh, when was that? <laughs> it was like 2017. <laughs> Number 4, that was her. No, uh the visit four. It was the no, but in all seriousness, no. It's the one where the kids, the kids go to visit the grandparents, but in reality, the grandparents are just some like evil people that want to kill them. Okay. I wrote it down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it I out. I mean, it's not like highly acclaimed or anything, but it's, you know, it's good. I don't
2: need highly acclaimed. I'm down
0: with bad movies. It's funny. My dad, my dad won't watch a movie unless it gets like a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. See if it has seventy percent or more on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Chances are, I probably won't like it. <laughs> Like if, if critics
1: are like, wow, this is
2: a major success, I'm like, uh, it's probably crap.
0: Before we wrap up here, like what's the most fun project that you've done? What's something that you wish you could repeat a hundred, hundred times? We did a video with Obscene Division called Knock Knock,
1: where we went to an abandoned house in the middle of winter in Alberta. It was freezing and we were all like "Nah, we'll tough it out so we treaded through the snow to this old abandoned beat down house and we just beat the shit out of this place and we went wild and we were throwing stuff at each other it was such a fun day
2: it was like excruciating because of the cold but it was <laughs> yeah. just such a fun day and i would
0: do it a million times over yeah well poltergeist i really really appreciate your time this evening
1: thank you for having me on i just saw somebody say
2: the Wishmaster series that might be funny,
0: <laughs> worth it to do actually you said you started like before kind of social media what's what's changed uh recently with the process than it was when you first started like what's the biggest things that's changed whether the process on releasing stuff or whatever what's the biggest change and challenge uh
1: staying active because like i'm I'ma have a busy week
2: and then take another week and just sit around and watch movies and mm-hmm. order pizza and
1: do nothing, right? Not even look at my phone. So, like, that's that's a hard attitude to get away from because, like, you constantly have to be posting every day. You have to do
0: stories. I know, you man. Social like, media is crazy. Like You almost have to, like, fake your life you know because like the old adage any publicity is good publicity but nowadays it's any follower is a good follower i mean nowadays
1: if you're not like a 14 year old girl on tiktok or hurting yourself publicly nobody's paying attention to you right so like for, (laughs) for artists like for somebody like me who puts fucking months and months of work into one song and i end up with like 700 views on youtube over the year it's like it's kind of disappointing but at the same time i love doing it and i'll never
0: stop yeah it just it sucks that like because i'm not out there
2: every day doing these stupid dances on tiktok i'm Wait. not you
0: know I right, man well where can people find yourself i mean you're like the legendary poltergeist so you know <laughs> just
1: look up poltergeist od on Any platform. I'm on Spotify, Deezer, iTunes, anywhere where you can
0: stream music. Yeah, I think it was Infection that said you're the uh, Poltergeist OG. So that too. Hell yeah. That's my dude. What's your social media handles? Poltergeist underscore OD on the Slasher app
1: and Instagram. I've been canceled on Facebook, so I have
0: yet to uh, make a page for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. so yeah, uh, Poltergeist underscore od Instagram slasher app and uh, anywhere else like Spotify, YouTube, and stuff. Just Poltergeist Space od.
0: Thank you so much for your time. It's been awesome, and let's keep in contact, all right, man.
2: Yeah, man, hit me up. We'll talk about that podcast.
0: Yeah, man, no doubt. All right, bro, and thanks everyone for joining. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys. Adios. That was the great Poltergeist od. Um, awesome interview. All right, it's time for the results of this week's Instagram trivia question. In 2000, what rock band released this album that featured a prominent insect on the cover? It was Papa Roach with their album Infest. And we had a couple winners. Fiorinus, once again, I am excited to have him on. Um, Coming up soon, there will be a Sensibly Cynical Halloween special. More news... To come on that. Also, the Spicy Boss Lady. That's her Instagram handle. Um, she got it right. She was the first one. You can follow her, twitch.tv slash spicybosslady. And you can follow us on Instagram at sensibly cynical pod twitter at cynical sensibly and you can check out our facebook group please subscribe to sensibly cynical wherever you get your podcasts reviews would be great as well and that's it for this episode of sensibly cynical take care guys peace